one of the things that we have introduced into our membership program this year is more movement. And that was inspired by our friend, Dina, who is going to talk to us today about her expansion archetype, but also Empress Energy. And I'm excited to welcome Dina to our podcast. We know that you were born magical. We know that you are intuitive and we know that you are brimming with everyday enchantment. Here at the Sisters Enchanted, we believe in intention, we believe in intuition, and we believe in everyday magic. Welcome in to the Expedition to Soul podcast. Welcome, Dina, to this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast. Will you uh, introduce yourself to the people? Hi, Sarah. Yes, I'd love to. Um, so my name is Dina, and um, I now introduce and describe myself as a belly dancer and an embodiment person. And um, I've really been working on combining my dance with my spiritual journey, which has mostly been with the Sisters Enchanted. And I say it that way because I feel like one of the things about me is that I had a totally different life up until about five years ago. Um, I was in the corporate world, going down a corporate path. And I kind of dabbled in, I started dancing about 15 years ago. So I was doing more than dabbling while I was in my corporate life, but it came later. And, um, and setting witchcraft definitely came later. Um, so it's been a pretty big change for me. And so now I'm very kind of fully ensconced in embodiment and spiritual growth and I'm trying to figure out how to live my fullest life and how to help other people live their fullest lives. Yeah. I think that in the, all the people that we've met over the years, like everybody kind of comes in one way and then changes in some way, but there are a handful of people who have like very dramatic life changes. And you were already, you know, doing that for yourself with doing more dance in your in your life. Um, but what, what's that? So this is a little off topic, but for people who might be listening and considering like a whole different life than they live now, (laughs) like, is there a moment or a thought or just something you can speak to that helped you sort of take a deep breath and like live that different life? Well, I feel like on some level I kind of cheated because honestly I retired and then I like dove in. Um, so the idea of like creating space to pursue your new path, I think I did it at a time that was a little bit easier for me um, because all of a sudden I had all this space open up. Um, the I will say like I did start dancing while I was working and and frankly, I was, I had a crazy schedule and I used to drive an hour to go to my dance class and then I would dance for an hour and then I'd drive an hour home. So it was a pretty big commitment for me. And at the time, um, honestly, it just like drew me in. Like I, I went to my first class and I was like, this is the dance for me. And I just need to do this. I'm sorry. My, my dog is commenting occasionally, so hopefully he won't be distracting. Um, but so I felt really called to do this, but I, I feel like the reason I felt called to do it was that became my magic. And I actually described it that way. And I felt like I was going on a mini vacation and I had to pick a time. I took class on Sundays because that was the only day that I could actually 
spend that huge chunk of time and actually get to my class on time. Um, but like even listening to the music made me feel like I was taking a vacation. It felt so different than my normal life um, that it it became my outlet and my and, and and also it was my little secret. Like I did not tell anybody at work about it until a few years in. And then when I started telling a few people, it was like, this is on the down low. Like you can't tell anybody about this um, because I wanted to keep them separate. I didn't want my work life to start commenting on this little piece of magic I had found. Um, so for me, it really became kind of a lifeline. Like it, uh, honestly, it, it was where my joy was. Like the, I, I've always liked what I did for a career, but it didn't give me the kind of, it didn't make me feel alive the way that dancing did. Um, so, so I found it and I just, I felt like I didn't have any choice, but to figure out how to carve out time for it. So I did that. Um, and then I protected it. I kept it like to myself. I didn't share it with people unless I felt like they were people who it was safe to share it with. Like, I didn't want judgment. I didn't want opinions. All I wanted was you go girl, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love so many, um, good pieces of, of, uh, in just story in there because often, you know, we won't do things because it feels inconvenient, you know, like even though we really want to do it, it's just too inconvenient. And this was very inconvenient and you did it anyway. Uh, and I, you know, I know you, you have a family and you had this, you know, you were working and you still did it. And I also like the, the move of keeping it to yourself because whenever I think we invite, you know, we invite in the peanut gallery to tell us what they think. <laughs> and then the next thing, you know, someone says, it's ridiculous that you're spending three hours and driving one hour each way. And then you think, well, maybe it is ridiculous and now I'm not going to do it. Uh, and so some good, I like those bits of information though, for anybody who's really trying to figure out how to do something that might not quite make sense, but just keep doing it. Yeah. 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 So good. Well, you are featured in our newest edition of the digital stay magic magazine talking about Empress energy. And I got to tell you, when I see you dance, uh, that's some Empress energy if I ever saw it. So I feel like we could just replace this podcast with a video of you belly dancing and then just be like, bam, Empress energy <laughs> <laughs> all done. <laughs> Cause that's what that radiates. I, uh, but I want to know before we talk about the Empress energy, what is your expansion archetype? So I am a wanderer. And when I first took this quiz, when magic week happened, I was a wanderer and I was a mapper, not too far behind it. Um, I retook it just a week ago and now I'm very clearly a wanderer. Um, so the mapper's kind of gotten less and less. Um, so I'm going to say I I'm, I'm like a 70% wanderer at this point. Yeah. So what I love about this talking to you about this is that I too am a wanderer. And I would say that this idea of like embodying the empress and just really being like, I don't know, empressy in my body. And I would struggle with that. Like I'd make a lot of sarcastic jokes to ease the feeling of discomfort. I mean, I would do it, 
but it wouldn't be without a heavy dose of sarcasm on my end. <laughs> so I, uh, and I guess like if I was going to influence other people and help them, I would do it with a smile on my face while thinking these sarcastic things in my mind as a security blanket. So I think it's really interesting that I look at you and think Empress energy, even though you are a wanderer and I want to know how, so how does that sit for you? For me, I feel like two different things, but obviously for you, it works well, this Empress energy and also the wanderer in you. How do you see them together? Well, it's interesting because, you know, the wanderer, you talk about, um, you know, in the, in the videos of magic week, and I think it was in the self-sabotage video, um, and then how to expand after the self self-sabotage you talk about physical self-care and that that is really helpful for a wanderer. And I will tell you my entire life, I've been very active. Like at one point you were talking about, you know, when you were a kid, did you play every sport? Did you play an instrument? Did you? And I'm like, yes, yes. I played every sport. I like my, everybody in my family played the flute. So I played the flute for like (laughs) two years. Um, But so I was active my entire life. And I have to say that it wasn't until dance that I felt more confident in my body. Um, so I was one of those people who like always considered myself athletic and I didn't think I had body issues, but I realized after I had gone through this journey in dance that I actually had had body issues and that dance had helped me work through them. So I guess one thing I'm trying to say here is that I think physical activity in and of itself doesn't necessarily get you there. It has to be the physical activity that helps you address the things that you're struggling with, whatever those might be. And for me, it was this idea of, um, I knew that I was strong and I, you know, and I had endurance and I could do all these things, but I did not want to be seen in a swimming suit and I did not want to show my belly and I did not want people like looking at me that way. And so it was through dance that I started learning how to own that. And it's like, if I want to dance, why don't I want people to, I I like to perform. When you perform, you're inviting people to look at you. So you can't invite them to look at you and then give them looks like, don't you look at me, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And so I started, you know, and my dance teachers were teaching me this. They're like, invite people to look at you. And when they look at you, give them positive reinforcement and, um, and own it and feel feel your own presence in your own beauty and invite other people to see that. And, and I really needed to hear those things. And I really needed to practice doing that. And, and I feel like that was a huge part of my journey. So it's interesting, like when you say that when you see me dance, it kind of embodies Empress Energy, because I, I actually, I feel like it does. And I feel like I'm trying to take that from this one place in my life and like spread it out into all the other areas of my life. Um, so I feel like it's, it's whatever activity it is that speaks to you. Whether you're a mapper, a wanderer, an adventurer, a dreamer, or a seer, you're going to learn all about how you both expand, manifest, and contract and sabotage in Magic Week with us here at the Sisters Enchanted. Over a series of five days, you'll receive video lessons and supporting material to help you on your journey as you discover your expansion archetype, understand how to step into your magic, understand how to heal the wounds that keep you sabotaging and spiraling 
downward and downward and downward when you could be spiraling outward and outward and expanding your sacred energy to create the life that you desire to create. It's all happening in our Magic Week program, which kicks off soon. You'll soon know whether or not you're a mapper, a wanderer, an adventurer, a seer, or a dreamer. We're excited to welcome you into Magic Week. Um, so yeah, I just, I feel like it's finding the thing that speaks to you and that helps you release that and, and feel that, and then just kind of keep, keep inviting that back and keep doing that and, and kind of work around the edges until you find a way to like break through to that next level and, you know, just stay with it and, and, and really immerse yourself in it. I mean, for me, it was this thing about um, letting go of things like self being self-conscious, um, letting go of the stories that I told myself that I shouldn't be the one doing this mm. and, um, and really learning how to build that confidence that you can feel in your body. Cause I, I feel like a lot of us, and I hate this phrase, but this notion of kind of fake it until you make it. Yeah. Um, when I was super confident at work. Um, but whenever I would get into a dance environment, all of a sudden I wanted to disappear and fade into the background. So like that was a huge learning curve for me. And, and I feel like the Empress energy, as much as I wasn't that familiar with it at the time, was really what was guiding me through that. Yeah. I just had so many thoughts about myself while listening to you talk that this could turn into a whole Sarah therapy shadow work session, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you just made me think so many things. So I bet other people are having the same experience. I, uh, and I feel like I should just pause for a minute and let everybody just let it soak in and feel the things that you're feeling, because I know that I'm feeling them right now for sure. <laughs> uh, with this Empress energy, uh, so through so dance and sort of putting yourself in situations where you'd be more visible that wasn't necessarily comfortable for you. Uh, can you like, what do you, how does the Empress energy or thinking of Empress energy help you to be more in that expansive energy? So one of the things I talk about with the expansion archetypes is that your archetype is how you sabotage and also how you expand because really like your weaknesses and strengths, it's flip sides of one coin, the same with how right. you sabotage and expand. So you stuck it out and you did, you already said that, but is there, you know, any, like just this generalized, the feeling of Empress, what it feels like to you and embodying that energy or really, I guess it's kind of like that faking it till you make it, you know, like how do you apply that energy so that you can stay in this expansive and growing and calling in what you want to call in or, you know, a different future for yourself uh, versus just kind of staying stuck and kind of giving into the little thoughts that make you sabotage and just stay where you are. What a great question. Um, I feel like probably the first thing I really want it to be a good dancer. And I would look at all the other dancers out there and I would pick different people who, you know, I liked the way this one moved her arms and I liked the way this one moved her hands and I liked the way that one moved her hips. And I liked the fluidity of this one and the athleticism of that one. So I kind of looked out 
into my world and picked people who were doing things that I hoped to be able to do someday. And, and at one point when I was taking a performance class, we actually talked about like famous performers. And I remember the woman who was teaching the class really focused on Bruno Mars. And she was like, you know, think about it. He, every time you see him perform, he looks confident. He looks like he's having fun. He is putting on his best show for you. Like he's making it look all relaxed and easy, but everything is like so smoothed and polished down to the little details. Um, and, and so like she was encouraging us to think about performers who, who spoke to us and then how could we, what was it that we admired in them? And then how could we start integrating pieces of that into our lives? And, and frankly, I've, I've done that in my life a lot. Like I've always kind of looked, even when I was in my corporate world, I would look around me and I would look at the people who were senior to me and I would say, whose job do I want and why do I want it? And do I think I would actually be happy in that job or do I just want it because it's the next one in the ladder? And so I think this idea of like looking around you and seeing and looking for the examples that are right in front of you is really helpful. Um, and I think it that when you do that, it takes it from being this thing, this like big thing that's far away and you can narrow it down to something, you know, like a bite-sized piece that you can digest and that you can integrate and that you can understand. Um, and that once you start doing that, it becomes easier to keep doing that. And it becomes easier to, you know, kind of keep asking yourself the questions and getting into that place. I, I also feel like for me, the Empress, there's, there's a word that, um, you know, I read all these descriptions when I was learning tarot about, you know, you read all these different books that like, you know, summarize each of the cards in a different way. And there was one word that really stuck with me about the empress, which was sovereignty. And that she has sovereignty over her body, over her environment, over her life. And there's something for me in that that's about being grounded. It's about being relaxed and trying. And so I'm a wanderer. So like all the new things, I'm like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, I will come. Yes. I, you know, oh, shoot. I've got something right before that. Okay. Well, I've got, you know, 12 hours where I can turn around and then I'll come join you. And, and like, I've done that my whole life. Right. And to me, the Empress is not about that. She is about being grounded and sovereign. And she kind of sits back and looks at all of the options. And then she very calmly says, I think this is the path for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I am really trying to embody that energy of hers because I feel like that that is what my one of my big shadow sides is I just say yes to everything and I want to do everything and and I'm so excited about it. And this just made me laugh when I was listening to the video again, when you said, you know, sometimes you'll actually convince yourself you already did it, even though you haven't. It's like, <laughs> I have done that so many times. <laughs> it's like, I read all the stuff I prepared for it. I never did it, but now I don't feel like I need to, because I feel like I already did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so for me, the, the Empress is like this grounded, um, she's, she's not reactive. She's not um, overstimulate. A lot of times I consider myself overstimulated. I'm kind of like, I have that squirrel energy mm -hmm. where you're just like, and to me, she is not that Yeah, she is, she is, she, she 
owns her space and she owns her life. And so, um, and, you know, I feel like that, that grounding energy, you know, for me, it's, it's doing breath work. It, it is exercise. Like if I don't exercise, I start to get the monkey brain. Um, and if I do exercise, I'm so much calmer. And the only thing that's different is that I have sweat, you know, me too. Me too. <laughs> if I don't move my body, even if it's just like, it could just be stretching for 20 minutes, but it's yeah. better if I break a sweat, if I break a sweat, things are, it's like Wait, night, night and day for me. Yeah. Yeah. Totally with you on that. And, so, and so I feel it's kind of like finding what it is that helps ground you. Um, and for me, it is breath work. It is physical activity. It, you know, and, and it doesn't have to be dance. This is where my other sports come in really nicely. I love to be outside like fresh air clears my mind in a way that, um, I could never achieve if I stayed inside. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's finding the ways that work for you to just kind of get calm in your brain so that you can really be quiet and listen to yourself. And, you know, and, and I'm saying this now, like I do it so well. Um, but <laughs> like, I haven't done it well most of my life. And I just now feel like I am, I'm getting to a place where I can actually listen to myself, where I can hear myself, but I'm, I'm constantly like bouncing back and forth between this, like wanting to be grounded and then the squirrel energy. And so, um, so I love the fact that you guys are talking about the Empress. Cause I think like, for me, she just embodies what I would like to be. Yeah. I love one of the things I want to point out is that you mentioned sort of looking to what it looks like to be that thing. Uh, because I think I, I was writing a note about this for something else that, you know, it's like, if you ask, if I asked you to draw a picture of the surface of some asteroid, like you, you don't know, you've never seen that asteroid, you know, you've never been there. How are you supposed to draw the picture? but it's not different when you think about your future. If you have no idea what you don't know anybody who's ever done that, you don't know that it exists, you don't know that's possible, how can you how can you hold the vision for it or what it might feel like because you can't even begin to picture it. So looking for like that next person like that next career move or the next whatever move, you know, just what who is that person? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's such a good piece of advice. I love it. Yeah, and and I you know, it's funny because, because you posed this question a while ago in mastermind and, um, and I was thinking about that and it is a tough one. And I feel like it is about kind of starting with what, you know, and then starting to push around the edges of that. Yeah. But it's not about like, I'm here now and I want to be there and I'm just going to make this massive leap. And all of a sudden I know that that's where I should be. Like to me, it's these little baby steps where, you keep like adding things that you like that speak to you. And then you find yourself over here, whereas you had been over here. Exactly. Yes. Because you don't, you can't, you can't truly see something you haven't experienced. So it's not really right. until you're there that you can even say, oh my goodness, I think, I think I'm onto something. I think I'm here. <laughs> right. And then you go, oh, this is a thing. I can actually define this now. <laughs> yes. Yes. So good. Dina, did you have anything else in mind you wanted to mention before, before we wrap up? This has been delightful. You know, I'm just going to stick with sovereignty. Like I, I feel like that, 
that is the thing for each of us, whatever that means to each of us. Like I would hope that we can each find our own sovereignty. And um, so, so I would just encourage people to look for that, whatever that means to you. Yeah. So good. Big questions. It's such a, it's a big question, but it's like a simple question. You know, if you can take away all of the layers and expectation and just answer it anyway, now my mind's gone into a spiral. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you times a million Dina for joining us. I Dina, I mentioned in the beginning, Dina does present now monthly, just did your first one in our enchanted journey membership and does belly dancing. And, uh, I watched part of the replay. I've not yet been able to do it myself, but I watched part of it and uh, definitely was like, I'm excited to do the full thing and was sweating and like, but like sweating in an emotional and physical way, just from the part (laughs) that I got to. And I love seeing the pictures of people after with like the sweat and the water bottles, but also the, like, this felt so good, um, comments. So we appreciate you. Ah, it was so much fun. I love this community and I love being part of it. So thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, all right then, Dina, thank you again. And everybody be sure to check out more on Dina and what she shares about Empress Energy in the Ostara 2023 edition of the Stay Magic Digital Magazine. And until next time, we hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead. If you liked this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. If you're listening on Apple podcasts, it will really help us spread everyday magic, intention, and intuition to the masses and helps us so much as a small business. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. As always, thank you so much for listening and being part of the community here at the Sisters Enchanted. And we'll see you in the next episode. 